Hello, happy Wednesday, and welcome back to another episode of Chasing Childhood. My name is Steph. And I'm Lex. And we are a weekly podcast where we revisit our favorite childhood movies and video games to see if they still hold up as adults. This week, we're starting a new month with a new movie for me. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. We thought it would be fun this week if I chose a movie that I've seen, but Lex hasn't. Thus... The title of this episode, Treasure Planet. Yes, underrated Disney movies have entered the chat. (laughs) So let's get into it. Let's do it. Treasure Planet is a 2002 American animated science fiction action-adventure film. Ooh, take a breath. I need a five-minute break, guys. Produced by Walt Disney Feature Animation and distributed by Walt Disney Pictures. It was directed by the iconic Disney duo John Musker and Ron Clements, who worked together on The Great Mouse Detective, Aladdin, and The Little Mermaid. The film was written by Musker and Clements, as well as Rob Edwards, who not only wrote Disney's The Princess and the Frog, but also worked on Full House and The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Treasure Planet is adapted from Robert Louis Stevenson's adventure novel Treasure Island from 1883, and it's actually Disney's third time adapting the novel into the big screen. Dang. Yeah. So the film has a stacked voice cast. Oh, I love the cast. Yes. (laughs) Featuring Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Brian Murray, David Hyde Pierce, Martin Short, Roscoe Lee Brown, Emma Thompson, Michael Wincott, Laurie Metcalf, and Patrick McGuhan. I love that name. McGuhan. McGuhan. Yes. <laughs> the music was composed by James Newton Howard, who did Pretty Woman and Space Jam, and John Rez- and John R- Rezesnik. What the heck? I got, you. I got you. The Goo Goo Dolls are one of my favorite bands. What she said from the Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> I actually was just listening to his songs uh, in the kitchen today, and Tyler oh was gosh. like, oh, that's right. That's the Treasure Planet yes. thing, isn't it? And I was like, you know I love the Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> I literally only know, I just want you to know who I am. Yes. <laughs> Iconic. So Treasure Planet premiered on November 6th of 2002, and sadly, with a budget of $140 million, it failed epically, earning only $109 million worldwide. Damn. However, <laughs> it received generally positive reviews from critics and audiences since its release, and it has gained a cult following, which I am in. Yeah. <laughs> the film was nominated for 14 awards total, and was even up for Best Animated Feature at the 75th Academy Awards, but lost to Spirited Away. The one award it did take home was a Motion Picture Sound Editor's Award for Best Sound Editing in Animated Features. That's really interesting that it bombed at the box office, but yet still was nominated at the Oscars. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> that's crazy. I wonder if there was just a small like shortage of animated movies that year or but something. But Spirited Away was also out, which like it lost to Spirited Away, but that's yeah. like a great movie. I don't know. When did still Sh- haven't seen when it. When did Shrek come out? Shrek came Shrek. out a year later. <laughs> We only know BS before Shrek. (laughs) Before Shrek and after Shrek. (laughs) That's when time starts, actually, on our channel. (laughs) So if you're like Lex and have never seen this, or if you haven't seen this since Pirate Ships Could Fly, here's a plot summary written by Tom Daly on IMDb. That's not a real name. (laughs) It literally sounds like Doug Dimbadome. Like, it's so (laughs) fake. (laughs) In this science fiction rendering of the classic novel Treasure Island, Jim Hawkins, played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt, is a rebellious teen seen by the world as an aimless slacker. After he receives a map from a dying pirate, he embarks on an odyssey across the universe to find the legendary treasure planet. Ooh. Ooh, that's amazing. I'm excited. Yes, me too. So let's get into our fun facts. We only have a few because we are too excited and we can't hold back. (laughs) We can't hold back. We're on the edge. I love it. 
So my first fun fact is that the human characters are hand-drawn. John Silver's cyborg leg, arm, eye, and the robot Ben are flat-rendered CGI. The ship was created using Disney's deep canvas process, and in some scenes, all three types of animation appear simultaneously, which reminds me a lot of Anastasia yeah. and how some things were CGI, some things were hand-drawn. It's I love when they combine all the mediums together to create something that just looks so visually compelling. It's so crazy. I love it. So... My first and only fun fact is that a sequel for this movie was planned with Willem Dafoe to set to voice the villainous Ironbeard, but it was apparently canceled because the movie failed at the box office. I'm so sad about that. That would have been fun. I love Willem Dafoe. I know. So our last fun fact is that when Jim's mother sits with him on his bed to read his book, on his bookshelf, there is a Stitch doll in an astronaut suit. Aww. I think to preview of the upcoming say, Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch came out after this. That's so yep. cute. I love it. I love a good Disney uh, little hidden clue. I know. Disney apparently loved space at this time and futuristic I'm obsessed. devices I love and technology. Because <laughs> I think Atlantis came out like right before this. And then oh, Lilo and another Stitch. another such a good one. Yeah. So let's get into it. Woo! Steph, when was the last time you saw this? I think... No more than two years ago. Oh, really? No more. I think I might have seen it another time since then, but I definitely watched it two years ago because I showed it to Tyler for the first time. Oh, he never saw it? Yeah, I showed it to Tyler two years ago during quarantine because I was like, you haven't seen this, you haven't seen Atlantis, you haven't seen... He never saw Atlantis Avatar, The Last Airbender. No, he hadn't seen any of it. So I was like, you gotta watch this. Um, Yeah, and so we watched it and he loved it. And so, yeah, that's, I think, the last time... I watched it, but why haven't you seen it? I don't know. Honestly, I feel like I probably mistook this for Atlantis when I was younger. They came out around the same time. Because I, I've i seen Atlantis before, and I feel like some of the characters are a little similar in mm-hmm. a way. Um, like, the idea is kind of the same. Like, they're trying to find a lost city and, yep. um, and treasure and all that, and... Um, I think I just kind of confused them for each other for a long time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I don't know what took me so long to actually watch this because I've known for a few years that they weren't the same movie. So <laughs> you figured it out. Yeah, I figured it out. Um, but yeah, I am not sure. Yeah, it, this movie, I don't remember when I watched it as a kid or like what prompted my brother and I to watch it but we had it on VHS and we oh, had wow. seen it like a bunch of times this was definitely a favorite and then um two of my best friends and I who I'm still best friends with yeah um we every time I'd go to their houses as a kid we would watch it and Aww. we would make jokes about it and you know be silly and like this was probably like our comfort movie besides watching her dad like one of my friends her dad had the x-files so we would also watch that oh, when goodness. we were not supposed to yeah <laughs> so it was like this and the x-files that's so fun yeah um, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I have things to say about this movie. I, right off the bat, really liked it. Yes! Yes! I, <laughs> <Vindication>. <laughs> I'm like, spoiler alert, A. Just kidding. <laughs> Ends episode. Um, so yeah, I just right off the bat, even just from the credits, it is so visually stunning. Like, mm. I also just love space in general. Like, there are some times where I put my projector on in my room and I literally just have, like, skyscapes playing for, like, two hours. Um, I love that. (laughs) Just to feel small. Just to humble myself a little bit. (laughs) 
<laughs> like I had too good of a day. <laughs> I, I need to feel smaller than I am. Um, so yeah, it was so visually stunning. Um, and then right off the bat too, the narrator cuts in and I was like, that's Frollo. That's Frollo from the Hunchback and Shere Khan. Like there's no way that's not. Um, <laughs> that was like, that was the first thing I noticed. Um, and then the beginning of the movie was super cute. I love how he tried to fake like he was sleeping because yeah. who hasn't tried to do that? It's so funny. He's just like under the covers. I know. Like. <laughs> I've done this so many times as a kid and got caught every single time. Oh, every single time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, imagine like not being able to hide that you're not sleeping. Like that book was so loud. It was so <laughs> it was loud. Like- it was like, and the pirates. Yes. Like, <laughs> it was like, Beedo, 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 he's awake. Um, so funny. But yeah, he was, and then all of, uh, obviously, I was like, I love the technology in that scene. I love that the book was basically a tablet before tablets. Yeah. Um, but then he ages up 12 years, Yeah, I think, and... He's an adrenaline junkie, like full on mm-hmm. adrenaline junkie. And I'm like, bro, you could have easily flown over all of that. Like with his little rat tail. Yes. <laughs> he did like a finding Nemo when they go right through the jellyfish. I'm like, you could have gone over the whole time. He's like, nah. He's like, Nobby. I'd rather test to see if I become a pizza slice today yeah, or not. Like, <laughs> like the meat. What is it? What's that thing called? The meat slicer. Yeah. The yeah. Jelly. <laughs> Cutting pepperoni. Yes. slices. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, it's so funny. The scene where the dying pirate guy shows yeah. up at the diner where his mom works. Bones. And, yeah, Bones, Billy Bones, um, <laughs> shows up at the diner. It reminds me so much of, this is such a throwback. Oh no. And it's such like an obscure reference, but you know in National Treasure 2? <laughs> or like, no. or the, sorry, the first National Treasure. Yes. When, um, the, I'm with you again. I was like, I was like, wrong one. Yeah. The first National Treasure, when the dying guy like shows up outside of like that one house and he's like, <laughs> take the map to yes. the treasure. Like it very much reminded me of that. <laughs> you just reminded me. I saw a meme yesterday that was like, did you know they made a whole city based on the iconic film National Treasure? <laughs> it's called Washington, <laughs> D.C. <laughs> he's like standing in front of the monument he's like this is crazy um but yeah i <laughs> that whole part i was like are you kidding me jim literally dragged you from like 30 feet not even 30 feet from like 200 feet took away took you so long to die <laughs> and you're like oh now i have something to tell you like your last breaths are you kidding me right now you had that whole walk yes you had the entire drag to tell him and and then also like you only give him beware the cyborg like that's it that's all he got out like what in a world full of cyborgs you're like look out for one cyborg just one <laughs> like, he literally just dies two tongue falls later. out the side yeah. um yeah, I also thought it was funny that this was the third time Disney tried to, like, make this movie happen. Mm-hmm. And it's so sad that it bombed. I think the second one was Treasure Island, like, Muppets. And yes. I'm, like, iconic. Iconic. Um, but it's so funny. It's, like, they should honestly re-release this in theaters. Yeah, this, everybody loved, like, this cult following of this movie, like, 
a lot of people would go see this. Yeah. Because, like, I obviously, I watched it, I think, around when it came out. So, like, I've been on board for a long time. But yeah. I feel like people like Tyler and, like, you who are watching it now later in life, mm-hmm. especially now that Disney Plus is out. Yeah. And there's such an opportunity to catch up on things and, like, watch these movies that you always wanted to but never could. Right. I feel like, yeah, it would do really well. It's sort of like how when they started re-releasing The Nightmare Before Christmas and yeah. everybody started getting into that again. It's like, you could yeah. make money. And I'm, yeah, I'm, like confused in some ways because Mm -hmm. like just considering how great of critic reviews it got and how great of audience reviews it got but it somehow still bombed and I'm wondering if it was like I think it's because of the movies that came out at the same time right movies that came out at the same time marketing like I'm wondering if they just didn't put enough behind this maybe because I feel like this has all the beats of like a good Disney movie you know considering it's written by the same people who did Aladdin the Little Mermaid which are some of their most popular movies yeah like it has all it has the the tragic backstory it's got the one parent the other parent's gone it's because of course Disney can't have two parents can never have two parents it's got the coming of age it's got the found family action adventure like comedy everything yes it's got everything it's it's got characters that everybody can enjoy, and yeah. I'm just very surprised that because it hit so many beats that it just didn't uh, didn't take off the way that it should have. Yeah, honestly, they should re-release it and just be like, the marketing should just be like, just kidding. Last night was a practice <laughs> round. Like when you're a kid and you're twenty like, something years later, we're doing it again. <laughs> you're like, when you're a kid and you miss something and you're like, just kidding. Let's try again. Yeah, do like, it again. Redo. That wasn't real. Yes. Um, I just googled movies that came out in November. 2002 Die Another Day so one of the James Bond movies Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets came out great movie Um, Friday After Next came out there was another one that I saw online that was like pretty big that came out the same year oh Santa Claus 2 Santa Claus 2 then we said Spirited Away was also in the same category so honestly I feel like this probably would have done better if it was like a summer blockbuster yeah like this came out around Christmas time so it's competing against like eight crazy nights that's so hard yeah it's like if you're gonna come out around Christmas time you need to be like festive like either festive or like a very like well marketed movie like it needs to be a movie that's like really hyped up like Mm -hmm. I think about how like studios try to release like their their super super big movies at christmas time but if you're gonna do that you you hype it up as your super big movie you don't just kind of be like uh yeah we're gonna kind of release it sort of at that time like either you you full barbie you full (laughs) barbieheimer yeah you barbenheimer (laughs) it (laughs) like the barbie marketing team Snap. Snapped. I'm going to, oh my I'm gosh. doing Barbenheimer tomorrow. Stop right so, now. Yes. My coworker went to see the Barbie movie and she says that like, I guess if you go on a certain day, they literally gave her a coupon for free ice cream from Cold Stone and they have a Barbie yes. flavor. Yes. What? And it's pink. I'm and dead. it's like, they popped off. They, they really went off and movies used to do that for a long yeah. time. Like they would go off with their marketing. Like you'd see marketing everywhere for everything and it needs to come back. It needs to come back. Go off. I want more marketing. I want yes. more insane nonsense. Yes. I want, I want uh, treasure planet to go back in theaters. Yes. I want marketing to pop off. I want, you, I want a spaceship. I want you to put the goo goo dolls everywhere that you can put them. <laughs> I want morph dolls every, at every theater. Oh my gosh. He's so cute. Yes. I want, what's his name? Silver's peg leg yeah. as a popcorn bucket. I want everything. 
Oh, just like the way that people when uh like Endgame came out and they had the Thanos gauntlet, but yes. they like just start making his arm. Yes. Like, come on. I love it. Um, but yeah, honestly, it deserves so much more credit because the technology in this too is so cool. Like, yeah. I loved the window in the restaurant being able to change the view. Um, like, how cool is that? Just being it's like, it's so raining cool. outside. Let me change the window. It's also so funny because I feel like, at least in the last, like, five to six years, I feel like mm-hmm. steampunk has become such a thing. Yeah. And I'm like, people apparently love steampunk. And I feel like this movie is very steampunk yeah. kind of centered. Like, where it's futuristic, but everybody also kind of dresses like it's the 1800s and everything's kind of mechanical. Yeah. It, I, I don't know. I'm like... Like, it kind of goes back and forth between everything being, like, futuristic. But then you have that one robot that sounds like Robin Williams yeah. being, like... <laughs> oh, it's Martin Short. I know. <laughs> I was like, is he doing a Robin Williams impression? Because he's giving the genie right now. I love it. Honestly, Um, Martin Short needs to do more voice acting. Because I think of him in this, and then also Prince of Egypt. You're playing with the big boys. Like, he's so so fun. But yeah, like, you go back and forth between those two, and it's, like, so perfect for steampunk. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so you had the window being able to change, the movie book, the orb map was really cool. That ended up being a freaking portal. Um, the solar powered sails. Are you kidding me? Like that's genius. No, so fun. It's, it's just really clever. It's a lot of clever and creative ideas. Also, Delbert is the ultimate hype man. He is. He was like, you want to go on a trip? No, that's ridiculous. The second Jim pulls out the key, like the map, he's like, I'll fund everything. Let's Let's go. Let's do it. Let's go. I'm cashing in my savings. Let's freaking go. Yes. Oh like, what gosh. an icon. Yeah. So, so fun. Um, yeah, no, I I just feel like this movie was so creative and so fun. And yeah. the jokes are still funny. Yeah. Like, they're still really, really clever and hilarious. They are. They're really good. Um, some of the characters are super creepy, so I'm like, I don't know the how this The spider guy for, like, is so kids. freaky. Yeah. yeah. But honestly, like, Maya saw this. She's five years old. Maya yeah. watched this, and she loved it. Good. Um, yes. But yeah, I... <laughs> I am obsessed with Captain Amelia. She's everything to me. The cat <laughs> captain. Yes. She's so funny. Like the eye makeup, that grand entrance. Yes. Like those boots. Everything. Iconic. It's giving Patrick in it's the yeah. SpongeBob SquarePants movie. <laughs> and I'm here for it. Uh, I loved her. Honestly, one of my gripes about this movie is that I wish we saw more of her. Yeah. I want like so many scenes of her. Yeah. Like there, and I honestly wish that there was more like part of my French badass moments from her too. Mm-hmm. Like, because we rarely saw her at one point in the movie, there was like, she wasn't on screen for like a good 20 mm-hmm. minutes or so. Yeah. Um, and I was like, we need more moments from her. We need, I, we just needed more of her like yeah. overall because we rarely saw her. Then she gets hurt and then she gets captured. So I'm like, I need this girl to pop off. Like, they yeah. keep talking about how amazing of a captain she is, and I, like, yep. I need to see it. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then, let me see. Also, so they, they finally go on the trip, obviously. After mm-hmm. they get the map, they, like, hire a crew, um, and then they go on their voyage. And the whole time, I was like, 
I hope Sarah's doing well. <laughs> I hope. I hope mom's en- okay. <laughs> I was like, I hope she's enjoying a spa day. I hope she's getting rest. She needs peace. <laughs> that poor woman. She needs a staycation. She looks so good for having a teenage son. Yes. Like, go a pop. felon teenage son. Yeah, felon teenage son. Yes. But like, whatever. Pop off, sis. What's the skincare yes. routine? Please drop it. You look amazing. Like, are you kidding me right now? She looked like um, Peter Pan 2, if you ever saw Peter Pan 2. Mm-hmm. Um, older Wendy, she kind of looked like her. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I was like, I really hope she's getting the rest she needs because she's not going to get a moment of rest when they get back. I love her so much. And running a restaurant, I could never. Yeah. That was one thing too. I was like, if my kid brought back diamonds and gold, I am never working again. Never again. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) I'm retired. Yes. Oh my gosh. Now, another gripe that I have with this movie is when they're like, ever since his father left, Jim hasn't been the same. I'm like, we saw flashbacks of his dad. And I kind of wish we had seen him in the beginning, kind of build like more of a relationship with his dad. Like if his dad was the one that came in and read with him and like showing a connection. Yeah, like a good flashback of that. And then we get to see the flashback of like his dad leaving and that yeah. that whole emotional scene where he's at the end of the pier like yeah. reaching for his dad and like even the flashbacks when like he and silver are having those moments and he's kind of like healing the trauma and yeah i agree with you that would have been really good i mean it's nice that sarah came in and like his mom was there with him reading because it yeah. does also show that like she, she took on the parent there. role yeah. yeah she was always there but I agree with you. It would have been nice to have the dad also in that scene. Yeah. I think it would have been good because you can have the scene between, you know, her realizing that he's, you know, reading and being like, I caught you. And then also have the dad come in and like join the family moment after. Yeah. So you kind of get both of it. Right. You know, like both parts. But yeah, I agree with you. I think that would have been good because then it really does show like how losing his dad has affected him so yeah. much that he looks so desperately for a father figure throughout the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, thank you for agreeing with me. Yeah, no, I <laughs> <Yay>! totally agree. <laughs> I no, I completely agree. I think, Point made. <laughs> I think it's I think it would be smart. Um, because yeah, that's that's like the whole premise yeah. of the movie, right? It's not just found family, but it's also Jim trying to heal the fact that he's never really had a father yeah. figure in his life and he had like Delbert. Delbert. <laughs> that's like that's like his boy, but yes. like it's not quite the same. And then, you know, it also kind of plays into how betrayed he eventually feels by the cyborg like silver cyborg the cyborg silver (laughs) betrays him and it's and that plays into this the same feelings of betrayal again like when his dad left yeah yeah i think you're right that would have that would have tied it together really well disney rewrite it re-release it re-release it put us on the ready staff (laughs) um also another thing poor Mr. Arrow deserved so much better. Mr. That, Arrow. That man dead did. Oh, I was like, he oh. did. He did. <laughs> he did gone. Oh, it's so sad too. But it's also such like a brilliant part of the movie, right? Because like, how easy would it be to take out the captain? Yeah. Like, and then you know that quote unquote destabilizes the ship, but it somehow destabilizes it more for the captain to lose her right hand yeah. and like knocks her off kilter where she isn't um, like at her best and paying attention, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's just sad. It's like, she kind of loses like her muscle. Yeah. And cause like, I feel like, you know, like if they had killed the captain, like 
one, we would have lost one of the greatest characters in the movie. Yeah. But two... <laughs> Don't even joke about something like that. But two, Mr. Arrow <laughs> is still a big, like, muscular guy. Yeah. Like, he's still, like, a formidable guy. So it makes sense to get rid of him yeah. instead of going right for the captain. Oh, for sure. Oh, one of the notes I took during this was, if they hurt Morph, I will riot. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know, buddy. The um, puppy is also in agreement. The puppy has groaned. The puppy has shown his anger and frustration. Yes. Um, but yeah, I I would have killed for Morph. I loved Morph. Morph was the true neutral throughout this whole movie. Morph so had cute. no side. Morph is like, I'm with the bad guys. I'm yes. with the good guys. I'm with whoever will pet my chin. He's so cute. <laughs> with anybody here who's going to give me attention. Like yes. the dog of the movie. Yes. Truly. He's literally the Doug of this movie. Like yeah. Doug from up. Yes. He's like whoever's loyal to me. I got you. Uh, yeah. We're, we're all about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Ben, the robot, like I said before, was giving Robin Williams. Um, Cracking I, me up. I really liked him. I loved that he was like so spacey and like mm-hmm. clueless. And then I love how he actually ended up coming in handy at the end and yep. being like, oh, by the way, there's a booby trap once his memory gets replaced. Yeah. I feel like he was the Dory before Dory was created, yeah. you know? A hundred percent. And then Flint is the worst. Yeah. Absolute worst. Garbage. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Like, my thing is about, like, pirates and treasure hunt movies. Like, what fun is it if you make a self-destruct button and nobody can ever have your treasure? Like, I understand wanting to keep it for yourself forever. But, But, like, like, you're dead. Yeah. Like, once you leave this planet, why why would you destroy it? I don't get it. Is is, is it, like, a if I can't have it, no one can kind of thing? I think so. I guess. But also, like... Don't you want to be known for, like, having this treasure and then even getting more notoriety and people knowing your name because someone found it? Like, yeah, kind of having your, so. like, status live on. I guess. Yeah, because then once it's once it's destroyed, like, where, what is your legacy after that? Like, it's gone. It got destroyed. Yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah. It's, like, boring. Like, people who come in. Boring. Like, <laughs> people who are born after all this, like, they're not going to know who you are now because, yeah. like, there's like, nothing Like, oh, that show. planet blew up. That sucks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like supernova. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the only other issue that I had with this um, was the end scene where they finally make it to the planet. It's self-destructing because they built in booby traps to it. Yes. Um, and then they're flying the ship out of it. And their first thought is to, like, fly it out and I'm like you literally have a portal right in front of you I was so annoyed (laughs) and then finally they were like oh let's turn the ship around we're never gonna make it let's use the portal I was like y'all could have done this 10 minutes should have done the portal from the get-go yeah. but jim is in charge and once again jim, jim, jim likes to drive through jim. danger <laughs> he, he's like what if we all become pizza yes. slices jim likes to test the limits he's like <laughs> will we die today <laughs> let's find out i love it let's find out together i was a little sad at the end when he did lose his rat tail and he cuts it off and becomes a respectable human being <laughs> Steph's like, I live for a rat tail. He wears like a Navy uniform, like <laughs> the American U.S. Navy. Like, I know. So ridiculous. So funny. I definitely don't think this deserved to bomb in the box office. Mm-hmm. Um, I My favorite character is definitely Captain Amelia. I She's thought she was awesome. Um, I also loved Morph, so they're tied for my heart right now. <laughs> Um, and really there's nothing else I can say about this movie to make it better. I feel like this was a really solid underrated Disney movie. Yeah. Again, I'm very sad that a lot of people either 
don't know about it or just haven't watched it, I feel like more people need to because it's just, it's genuinely so cute and it's so rewatchable. Like, it's just a fun movie. Like, it doesn't leave you on a sour note. Yeah. And it also just, like, scratches a lot of different, like, itches, you know? Yeah. Throughout the story. Yeah. Um, But yeah, and then the last thing that I just have to say about this is I thought for a second during the movie is, like, um, I thought for a second that the ball Mm -hmm. itself was the treasure. For some oh, reason. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, what if there was a treasure hunt movie where, like, the key is the golden? You know what I mean? The yeah. key is the treasure. The treasure was the friends we made along the I way. Know. It was inside of us all this yes. time. <laughs> I would be so annoyed, like, if that was me, but I'd be like, it was with me the whole time. Are you kidding me? <laughs> There's nothing here. That's so funny. Um, but yeah, let's get into our critic readings if you're ready. Let's do it. Yes. So. Treasure Planet received a 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb, a 69% critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes, a 72% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, and 4 out of 5 stars on Common Sense Media. All right, for our ratings, we can rate Treasure Planet on a scale from A plus to F minus. A plus meaning this movie makes me want to be a pirate in space. I had so much fun watching this, and this movie deserves a retry in theaters because it's <laughs> severely underrated. You know how I feel. <laughs> F minus meaning this aged like an avocado. I could not wait for it to be over, and I would like to personally apologize to Robert Louis Stevenson for the disrespect Disney put on your book. Based on this rating scale, Lex, what would you rate Treasure Planet? I would give it an A. Nice. I think that it was solid. I spoiled it earlier. Sorry, guys, but it actually is an A for me. What about you? This is an A plus for me. I think I have this on like my list of top movies, like top regular movies and the top animated movies. This is in my top 10 animated movies of all time. So this is an A plus for me. Yeah. Easy peasy. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, everyone. If you don't already, go give us a follow on social media. We can be found on Instagram and TikTok at Chasing Childhood Podcast and on Facebook at Just Chasing Childhood. And be sure to tune in next week. We're doing the reverse where we're watching a movie that I haven't seen, but Lex is dying for me to watch called Ever After. I can't wait. You've been wanting me to watch this for a long time. (laughs) I love it. I dare to say it is one of my favorite Drew Barrymore films. I'm excited, guys. So tune in next week. And yeah, I think we're going to keep this theme kind of running for the whole month where we switch on and off movies that one of us hasn't seen and the other one has. Yeah. And then we're ending it with Even Stevens because we love that movie. We've both seen that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Who doesn't love the Even Stevens movie? Awesome. Um, All right, guys. Stay tuned, guys. You don't want to miss any of the fun we have coming up. Yes. We'll see you later. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.